seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast on the unreliable. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant, Sam Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Hadir Fortner. What's going on, man? Hold on, man. Normally, we check the mics a little bit better. Hold on, let me see. Uh, bums, nuts, were touched by the human torches flame. Oh my God! How does my how does my mic sound? You're good to go. You're good to go. Doing okay, man. Yeah, you're doing good. okay. I'm doing a, good, I'm man. a little bit loud, but I can turn myself down on here. You're you're actually at perfect levels. Oh man, me too. I'm good. I'm good. Got I went to bed early. Cybertron shit going on. Yes, yes. The the Cybertron Sonic shirt. Man, I dig this thing. This was at Kroger of all places. They had this what one. What language is that? Japanese. It's mm. Japanese. I wanted to get one in Mandarin, but I, I couldn't find one. So <laughs> I went I went with the Japanese Sonic shirt. Had to support uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in all his glory, waiting for that movie to come out. Now that they did the redesign, he looks a whole lot better. Whole lot better on that redesign. Here's the thing with the tribe. Um, we have been trying to get these server issues fixed. They should be a fix this week, so we should be appearing back on iTunes later this week. All your regular places, and if you don't know where to find announcements and updates, Twitter or Facebook. It's Twitter is stt underscore pod, facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. That's where you can find updates on show announcements. If you don't see us populating on Sunday and we haven't told you we're taking a break, go there. Go there. You will find out what is going on. I promise. Or you can email us. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. We just got right. an email this week. T-shirt winner. Only one of the T-shirt winners. So we sent that one out to you. Thank you so much, Aaron. That is awesome. We still need addresses um, from a couple of folk out there. A couple of folk. Curtis. Curtis. Respond back. And... Um, uh, Jared, Jared, we gave Jared a shirt too. We need size, address, um, and what shirt you want. Do you want the Buddhism shirt? Do you want the STT OG logo shirt? And what color do you want? We got you. I promise. How are you doing, Todd? How's everything going with you, man? It's going, man. But like to uh piggyback off what you're saying, what you just said with the server shit. Um <laughs> like yeah that's right we're gonna put the onus on you for y'all to fucking figure out where to find us it's not our goddamn responsibility you figure it out <laughs> regardless of how we're 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 making choices over here to just slide around with this free service that's provided <laughs> but, uh, it's on you it's not on us it's not our problem figure it out <laughs> Look under those deep, dark crevices on the dark interwebs, and you may find one episode that, that tickles your fancy. <laughs> or, or just tickles you. I don't know. Sometimes our hands come out of the nah, speakers. Nah, I'm kidding. No, stop. I'm don't kidding. wrap me in the hour. Don't hour that. Don't hour that one. That, that's a your one. That's not That's not an hour one. We, we're, we're, we're all together in the tribe and such, but we all, you know, it's like... 
It's like Fight Club. Um, <laughs> nah, man. I want to let, let, let me get some. It's like some Fight shit Club, out the way, man, because Club. uh, this is still like an extension off the the transition, the server issues, and everything have to do with that, you know, networks and whatever else. Yeah, was going on all that horse and shit. Like, and it made me want to just go back to. Okay, I know the whole LOUCBD oil thing. I talk about that, you know, from time to time. But I really do fuck with that because that was like a that's like a cool partnership with with something that I, I trust. So if you want to get a discount on LOUCBD, like try www.loucbd.com backslash ref ref backslash stt pod. That's stpod backslash. Like type that into like a search. And get 15% off on that product if that's something that you believe is helpful. And I mean, most of the people that we listen to, I don't even think we want to co-sign on some shit that that I didn't think or we didn't think was beneficial to the people that might actually kind of find themselves fucking with the show. And yeah. I've spoken with Tyler, the actual owner. I've spoken with Kyle and I fuck with them tough, like as far as like what they try to do as human beings and what they're trying to put out into the universe. And it's in line with what we do. And my homeboy JPZ. You know what I'm saying? Off the heezy for sheezy. My my super vegan, super nutritionalist person. I had him already look through all the ingredients and everything before I started fucking with it. And I've been fucking with it for like a year. You know what I'm saying? And it's like everything isn't created equal. That's that's something interesting about that whole industry yeah. from what I understand. And that's something that they direct they directly address. Like we had to fall back from that while they got ooh, some legal stuff going on. I'm spending a little bit extra time with that because I think it's important. Absolutely. As far as you know, like the partnerships and how we look at this whole thing. I mean, we talk about games, but we talk about whatever the fuck we want. And just how our me and Brian's relationship in general kind of grew and how the show is kind of growing with it. Like we actually spoke with these people. They wrote in a letter and initially I think the title of the letter was like fuck the Nazis. And yes. right then and yes. there there was a relationship that was built. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for them, T-Public, the anchors and everything, and I might touch it a little bit more. We might talk just a little initial stuff about Death Stranding. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, and it's kind of how, how things are kind of tied together. But uh, I did want to get a little bit of that house cleaning out of the way with this um, reset process that we're going into. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like with the T-shirts, like I say, T-Public, folks that we did talk to, they cool people. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, it's not about percentages and all that other kind of shit like people think. It's actually, you know, hopefully we aligning with cool services and cool products and cool people that align with us. But uh, absolutely, that's how I'm doing. That's kind of what's on my mind today. You know, we, we flipped up the schedule on the recording. You know what I'm saying? So once again, we're going to just try to get this thing crack-a-lacking and, oh. and magra mega hat and, um i don't know nah uh, yeah we definitely want to <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 equal equal opportunity motherfuckers i came out this bitch named hadir today hadir hadir <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry <laughs> yeah but the things that we like to support on the show are the things that we actually would co-sign on hence why there's been a bunch of flipping uh the schedule around and some other things but yeah we should be back to normal if not by tomorrow which is monday the fourth uh at least by wednesday i'm thinking by wednesday it's probably going to be back there but if this is your first time joining us we are a video game show me and todd get together every week we talk about what we've been playing usually break down some news for you guys and then sometimes we have a round table or a top seven 
Um, in light of Call of Duty being released, I came up with the idea for this roundtable, which was top seven reboots we want to see happen. Reboots! We want to re... And I'm talking about the show reboot with the little androids and in, in the computer and the CGI. I want to see reboot come back to television. Oh, wait, that already happened, and it was awful. Um, but, sorry, that's a reference to 90s kids who watched their local affiliates every Saturday morning in Shaw Reboot. Do you remember Reboot, Todd? Do you remember that show? I was, I was thinking about Puss in Boots when you were talking just now. <laughs> For some strange reason. Um, Puss in Boots. What a weird mm-hmm. name for a show, a movie too. A kid's movie that came out. It was called Puss in Boots. Starring Antonio Banderas. Yes. Um, Did the big eyes for for the kitty cat. I don't remember Reboot, man. I would need to see it. I, the, the point of that was I zoned out. You know how I do. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's still early. It's still I need early. some sneak. Shout out to the UK folks. <laughs> yes. People we actually spoke with. And that, and that were, people that were, were actually cool, cool. and right. weren't jerks and <laughs> jerks and emails, huh? Did I say that? People weren't snarky assholes and emails. Hey man, hey man, if we're gonna go down one day, we might as well go down on our own terms, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's how I'm doing it. Uh, but anyway, so this week we're gonna be breaking down some what we've been playing. We're gonna break down a little bit of BlizzCon news. Gonna get into that. Talk a little bit Death Stranding. We haven't played it yet, but. Some of the reviews coming out of that, and then we're gonna break down top seven reboots. I'm never gonna play it. I'm never playing <laughs> Death Stranding. I'm just Boy gonna buy it and it's gonna sit on my shelf. Hong Kong's free. <laughs> yes, free Hong I'm Kong. Lying. I'm, I'm lying. I don't know. Probably care. So I probably care more. Yeah, free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. Uh, but anyway, so Todd, I have a question for you this week. Uh, what have you been playing? Call of Duty. Call of the Duty. I actually okay, so we're gonna get into duty a little bit. The duty. Um, I did. I played the beta, the the Neo Nile two. Nile two, yeah. How do you yeah. like that? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like it. Did you play like the first it. one? You did, right? Yes, I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I missed the boat on it. I think I missed the boat on it by the time I played it because I told that that was the when I went to. I got Neo or Nile two. I the fuck you pronounce it. I mean the first Nile. Uh, Monster Hunter World and Near Automata, like yeah, on the same. Day. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. But um, I I'm, I think I'm a, I'm gonna fuck with the second one a little bit more. Like that, it, you know, you can't really get everything from the beta. You know, I shit too hard on Ghost Recon, but you know, the beta can tell you a lot. That's pretty much what the it game can. is gonna come out to be. Yeah. And from what I see with the beta with with Neo or Nile too, I think it's gonna be pretty fun. It's, but that's more of my alley. Of course, I play Madden. It's you know, working Teddy Bridgewater, baby, working Teddy Bridgewater, having a weird season with with the Madden, but that's always fun. Coordinating, coordinating games with those knuckleheads. A little bit of two K. I got my partner uh, VSOP on there finally. You know what I'm saying? He he back in college, bro. We used to play college football, which which might come up a little bit later, like religiously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we also used to play on the Dreamcast, the original two K. Like, so it was a battle. I would always make Trentis Todd. And for those that don't know, my first name is Trentis, middle name Todd. T-O-W is where the fuck it come from. You know what I'm saying? But I would always make it my last name because systems would, when they first started learning how to say the name, Todd was always an easy name to say. So every time I'd hit a three, it would be like Todd. And he would always make this seven foot tall motherfucker name or seven five or however fuck tall he could get him named Eyes Your Daddy. 
and we were polar opposites, and I would always be a point guard, and I would always get on the team that need a point guard, and he would always be this big-ass white dude that was named Oz Your Daddy, and all he would do was rebound and block shots. You know what I'm saying? So this is fucking 20 years later, okay, almost to the dot. We on like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every day, every time, and it's a white dude. Like, so if you see me on the court, Curtis Tillery, if we finally link up, my kin folk, Carlton Hines, and you see me out there with a white boy that's 7'2", that look like John B. That's my homeboy, Craig. We born on the same day, 12-15. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to the homie, Craig. But, uh, so I'm, you know, fucking touching uh, touching with the uh, 2K as usual. You know, this is Madden and still 2K season for yeah. me as a sports yeah. gamer. So seasonally fitting in. I kind of sniffed the, the Outlanders a little bit, but not getting a chance to fuck with it like I want. I know you're going to get into that. But, uh, yeah, the good chunk of my time this week, I've been on the duty. My brother, shout out to DJ Fat. Go, 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 DJ. Uh, GSU homecoming weekend. Beating the shit out of folk. Me and this motherfucker got on there. That's That was my multiplayer partner. Was not able to get on there with you yet. Or the homie Big Willie. Or Booty is Bob. We got to get the fuck on there. But yes. I spent a good chunk of the time with the motherfucking multiplayer. And had a great time. The campaign is my favorite campaign since the original Modern Warfare. It's still not the best. Easily could have been the best. So if you hear that and you have not played the campaign, in my opinion, it's up there as one of the better experiences, period. Um, if you want to be extra sensitive, I definitely get where it's fair to have that perspective on that game because it's some old, it is truly some uncomfortable situations there. Yeah. Like it, like I told you, bro, you, you could tell they definitely had somebody that's been to war, seen some fucked up shit. Had to show them the game plan. It was like, does this check off? And they were like, yep. Taking a fucked up way and kept it going. So a lot of that makes it good. You know, I don't ever, well, I don't really, I rarely put numbers on shit because I think it's just arbitrary. It's kind of, I don't even know if that's the right word. But you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it can be ridiculous, which is why I'm kind of glad what's happening with that Stranding because it's, it's opening the, the funky veil on that shit. But if I was to put a rating on this one, this one I do feel like it's good enough for me to say, I'll put a personal rating on it. Combining them both, it'd be an eight point zero six seven out of ten. Eight point zero six seven, perfectly 8. accurate. 7. Every 8. one of our 8. writings or reviews are going now going to go to three decimal points. I 8. love 0. it. 0.067. The graphics on it alone were amazing, astonishing, is like comparable to how I felt when I first put on Resident Evil Two the remake. As far as just nice. the graphics alone, but even in some ways better. Which is or like it's comparable. I didn't play. I didn't. I didn't beat Resident Evil Two, so I can't really speak to that. But the graphics are like next level. It feels like it almost felt like when I played God of War Two. Yeah. At the end of that cycle, where it was like, okay, these the graphics they they have stepped it the fuck up. We're pushing it to the to the breaking point. Right. I like love multiplayer. How they brought it back to make it more weighty, less floaty, and where you know. It just feels heavier and more difficult. You you know, I haven't. I need to play because it was a large update yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, the game is like a hundred and something gigs or above a hundred gigs. It's just north yeah. of a hundred and something gigs now. Yeah, I actually finally had to delete some shit off my my pro. Dude, but, I had to um, delete two games just to install this son of a bitch. It's worth it though. Yeah, it was worth it to me. So. Right, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it, man. I mean, you know, fuck the Russians. Uh, I mean, Russian propaganda. Uh, Farah, Farah is like 
that shit's crazy how like she she does everything. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. That like I can see how people would be sensitive about that. Two people would feel some type of way like, why does a woman have to be super powered in here? That didn't bother me. It was like pretty pretty much made sense the way the story came through. Like I didn't I didn't really get that like at all. Far is a cool character. They all I mean it's just it's just a cool game. So um I'm glad they came back to the, the roots of what call, made Call of Duty great, but with you know, graphics that are propelling the game forward and just the guns felt good too. The guns felt so good. Like the, H they, feels great. They do feel good. They my that really M4 do. one is my pound for pound favorite, but that you get that with the pre order or whatever, but it's still like it was a solid for me personally, it's one of my favorite guns. And like I said, the story, the story, man, I'm telling you, man, there's certain points on it that you're gonna it's it's like, okay, wow, okay. That's how that's really how this is going down, huh? Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get into the story. How long did it take you? Uh, like six hours. Six hours. Okay. That's yeah, it's not. not, it's not That's not. Yeah, bad. and like people, are, I can. I can understand the gripe on people saying that it was too short. Um, but that's because it's leaving you wanting more. I think it was perfectly timed for me personally, especially yeah. maybe because I have lowered expectations. <laughs> Talk about a call old school reference, man. If you know what lowered expectations is, please email us uh, because I think that's hilarious. I love that. Yeah, man, but that's that's. I mean, that's pretty much what I got. Well, you got any questions about the story? Like, uh, you might get a spoiler here or there, but I'm trying not to really spoil anything. It's not long enough to really spoil, and you know, I don't have to yeah. talk about any five points. But um, how I cinematic mean, is the 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 single player? Because I'm. It's cinematic, but you have to pay attention to it to move it forward. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. Like it's not too cinematic. Where like if I just walked away from it, it'll freeze. Like you, you have to be a part of this this story to move it forward. Yeah. So it's part of the journey. Like I like that. Yep. Yeah. Because the the only thing too that I saw that they got into a bit of hot water for was the highway of death sequence. Um. Because they've basically tried to retcon the Highway of Death and saying it was the Russians who did it, and it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty well documented that it's the United States who did that. Hey man, it's propaganda, baby. Hey, that is, <laughs> it's, no seriously. When we talk about well cooked propaganda, like not you know we, yeah. we say things like certain words are like bad, like you know what I'm saying manipulate. But you know how I look at that. Like you can look at manipulate somebody in a negative way, or you can manipulate Clay and just. As a red-blooded American, I kind of didn't give a fuck about that shit. It was like, <laughs> that was like some old sick propaganda cooked to perfection in there. <laughs> and then we're going to chip that out to old, old you know, the yin yin, winning, winning. You know what I'm saying? Ship that out. It's going to be good, bro, with a good quality campaign. That shit, that's some old ratatouille cooking a propaganda right there. This shit's beautiful. Nice. Is there any moment like in Modern Warfare 2, you remember at Modern Warfare 2, the very end Hey, you have that knife fight, and you got to pick up the knife, and it's got the quick time events. Are there moments yeah. like this in the in the campaign? They replace quick time with it's it's similar to quick time. It's quick, it's but it's not like actual you know button combinations. Like I need to press triangle or why. It's more you just got to be in the moment with it. And I don't know, man. It's like there's definitely that. I will say that I don't want to okay. spoil the end of this one, but like. There's there are definitely times there, but it felt a little bit more organic than even like Spider Man's quick time events. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. just, that's part of the cinematic 
portions of the game that helps kind of move it forward like you were asking before it also it kind of feels like that almost as opposed to it doesn't just fuck up the the time like and specifically okay this is a quick time event it doesn't feel that way but even when you said that right now that's basically what they are um at first, the story is kind of all over the place. It felt like a little bit. It yeah. does pull itself together at the end. I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not the best story. It, it really could have been, though. That If there's a disappointment in it, it it had all the elements in it to be the best story. But in some ways, man, it, it was more emotionally impactful, just some of the decisions you have to make. Yeah. On a, even though it's on the rails a little bit on how you can play it. It's still like it was one it was one level where if I'm gonna be honest with myself, one portion of the game I was like, I don't know if I really wanna do this. <laughs> Those are the best. Like this Those is fucked up. I mean, really, if I, I sat down and thought about it for a second, I was like, this is just fucked up. Like I'm I can't I am kind of uncomfortable with this whole level. That's how I gotta and I can't I can I can't skip this shit. What I don't want, I don't wanna do this right now. Why are you putting right. me in this position? Right, like it's really fucked up if you really think about it. But then when I got through it, I was just like, I'm like, well, you want a war game? Here you are. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, dude, this isn't Spaceballs or Space Force. <laughs> Spaceballs. Now I want a Spaceballs game done in the style of Call of Duty. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I'm and gonna sports be. Sports is with you. <laughs> Uh, man, I can't wait to play the single player on this. And real quick, I, you touched on something that I think is quite important. Um, what is the difference between inspiration and manipulation? What you get out of it and what direction you push somebody. That's the only difference between inspiration and manipulation. Um, but um, I can't wait to play it. I did play some Call of Duty over the week. I played on Thursday and Friday night. I finally got into the multiplayer, Todd. It's it's I got that itch. I got that itch. I was torn. I wanted to play more Outer Worlds, but I kept going back to Call of Duty multiplayer, and I just kept playing the damn game, and it was a freaking blast. I felt like I was uh you know twenty one again, sitting in an internet cafe playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare because I couldn't afford a PC to actually play it, so I paid the hourly rate to play that game. Had to get my itch in. Um, I scratch in, but Modern Warfare, man, the the campaign, I'm really or the. Uh, Why are you so much this morning? <laughs> I've been outside rolling in the dirt, so I got all the little the little creepy crawlies all over my ankles. Uh, <laughs> I did. You call hunting <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 a great multiplayer experience. Here's the thing, though, I haven't played a Call of Duty multiplayer since modern warfare 2 i i haven't i i mean i played the campaign in black ops um but i never even played the multiplayer so i'm kind of curious people talk about the callback to it and i'm guessing that from what i was understanding is the multiplayer got too crowded in the previous ones and it wasn't focused on what made the multiplayer fun in call of duty um my favorite thing in the world is when you find somebody camping and they kill you two or three times in a row and then you figure out how to sneak up behind them and kill them. I had some of my favorite kills in this multiplayer game. We were playing, um, I don't remember what the mode is, but it's the it's the one where you basically just the control point, essentially, where you have to control the different Domination. Points. Domination, yeah. We were playing Domination, and there's the dude on the other side of the map, and he kept killing me. 
and he probably killed me four times. And finally, I found out a way to get around him. He was hiding on this little ledge, and I threw a flashbang out there and just turned the corner, pop, 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 real fast. Um, I'm enjoying playing the assault, the assault class right now. I've got some custom class. There's a, I have one custom class that I've built. Um, this is like a foreign language to me though, because it's been so long since I've played a Call of Duty. It really is like a foreign language. I'm getting used to this all over again. Um, I did see that they put a mode in there that I really like, which is essentially Counter-Strike. It's the Seek and Destroy. Um, that's just Counter-Strike. If you've ever played Counter-Strike, that's all this is. Um, then again, I've been so disconnected from multiplayer first-person shooters, and I think I want to give Apex some credit for bringing me back into it. Like, I probably would not have picked up Call of Duty this year had it not been for playing Apex. I really, because you look for that, and it's different. They're very different games, of course, because Apex is a Battle Royale game. There's strategy in both, and I could see where in Call of Duty, if you had a team of like six guys together on the microphones playing Call of Duty, that you really could dominate the other team easy. Like, there would be no question. We played a control point the other day, domination, um, where it, because you know how you have the score and you score so many points by controlling the different areas. It was 200 to zero and we lost. And I'm like, they have to be playing together because we are just getting our asses handed to us. Was it fun though? And did I kill that? Yeah. Hammer. Oh. That's how it feels. But then, you know, then you bring the hammer. Yeah. And, and it's wonderful. Have you played Ground War yet? No, nah, I haven't played Ground War. That's a 32v32, right? Man, man. Yeah, like, listen, listen. I'm going to get on a duty today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's fun. Like, what are some of the pitfalls that you saw? Like, how do you feel about the time to kill on there? Like, like, are there any negatives that you had as far as your multiplayer experience? I didn't have any negatives um, okay. at all. Now, I will say this. I'm coming from a different perspective because this is my first Call of Duty, like I said, since Modern Warfare 2. So, was it a little bit harder to get in and break past the barrier of I'm getting so angry at dying all the time that I want to throw my controller? Yes, it was harder to get past that barrier because it's been a long time since I've played a Call of Duty. Now, I never got pissed off because I'm a grown man and it's a video game. Um, but what I will say, I, don't know, I get pissed off. Don't catch me on 2K the wrong way and talk that crazy shit the wrong kind of way. Yeah, and then we losing because you're talking shit. Like, because I will talk about you. Your mama. I'll probably talk about the fact that you like all the 2020 snacks. Probably. I don't care if you are a child. I don't care. Like, I probably will. I probably will with the glitter that bursts in your mouth. All that shit. Real loud. And if you scream at me, I'm going to scream. And it's going to be bad. And if my player look old, it'll be like, oh, man. I'll be like, young dummy. I don't give a fuck. But, um. So, yeah. I, I can't. I, I mean, I'm not going to find somebody go to their house and choke them out like that weirdo did that that one kid but i can get how somebody could lose it um i could but see now, that call too of duty, call of duty it just it does it feels good man like it feels it, does. Old school. it feels like i could see how people are like you know it feeling like it's difficult the weight that comes with it but it feels like this is what made call of duty popular not the yeah. bullshit that's been coming out and we had this discussion like as much as i respect apex you know i love respawn man I'm um, looking forward to Jedi Fallen Knight for sure. So much. For sure. Or Fallen Jedi Knight, whatever. Fallen Order. Or the Order of the Fallen Nut Jacks. <laughs> order of the but, Fallen um, Nut Jacks. 
whatever. That's the <laughs> whatever. porno version. <laughs> that was okay. I'm fucking. It was the time market there. That was really that was a slip of the tongue. I'm wasting time. I'm, I'm the one that said we shouldn't. We should one take this bitch like Biggie Smalls, and I'm over here falling nuts, next sex, whatever. It makes me laugh. So, uh, but yeah, but like Call of Duty, a uh, multiplayer, because I, I can't wait for us to get on this shit. Um, oh, for sure. I always do appreciate. I think if they would have came out with a story last year. I would have been less likely to be as invested in it and happy and excited about what they did with the campaign. Yeah. And I personally always like a, a decent campaign to introduce, introduce the mechanics and just a feel and a little bit of lore of what's going on with this year's version of the game, even though we sit getting the same fucking game and then being able to, you know, I'm a dip into multiplayer, but then being able to once finishing that, now that I got a good feel for it, the way you can mount the the kill streak bonuses and shit are going to feel a little bit different when I go into my multiplayer experience. So generally, I can hop into a Call of Duty and have a a a better basis like of skill and not always get my ass handed to me. Yeah. Because I got a better, you know what I'm saying? Because I'd at least beat up on a few bots as opposed to running around like Fortnite style. And maybe that's just me being older, but I just that's the nostalgia of it. It just really makes me happy. Like it's way easier for me to get on a Call of Duty and link up with friends. For me personally, after going through the little story and the way they simplified the modes, it's literally like campaign, multiplayer, and co-op. Like it's simple and it's not bastardized with a billion micro microtransactions yeah. and all the other crazy flashy shit that's fucking with my gambling portion of my brain, the reptile portion. Like, I love that. Now, if that changes or when that changes, we'll see how this goes. But right now, I will support this shit even more than a Fortnite or an Apex because I, I feel like I got a $60 game right now that's worth my $60 that I can get infinite value out of if I just enjoy the multiplayer portion of the game without all the extra shit, without all the weird, you know, herky jerk dances and shit like that. Like I got to deal with in 2K. I deal with that shit in 2K, which is I th- think why bo- Battle Royale in general is like, okay, I, that's an, I can't, if I'm dealing with it with 2K, I can't overstimulate it with Apex or, or Fortnite. Call of Duty alleviates that as of right now. Man, I feel that. Um, yeah, the thing about this Call of Duty game is it also feels way easier to get into this than it does something like Apex. Um, it's it's more familiar, especially to us being a little bit older. Um, where this is where multiplayer started. This is this is where it really began. Um, you had your Counter Strikes and your Call of Duty, and the Battlefield came out, and those have been dominating multiplayer markets. A lot of people I don't know if they realize, especially younger people that. The battle royale genre has not been around for an an aggressively long time, but the online multiplayer stuff, especially if you want to go all the way back to TF2, Team Fortress, and Quake 2, you know, all that stuff coming out when it did, this is what we play. Now, I will say the lovely thing about Call of Duty is if you put in the effort and you put up the time, you do start to drop that hammer a lot more often. I mean, I saw the transformation in my own play style over just the I probably put in a total of seven hours and two nights into the multiplayer and I saw it transform for myself where suddenly I was peeking around corners I was mounting on walls I was using my minds effectively (laughs) I was I was playing the assault and support the way that it should have been done and I was racking up the KDR my KDR kept slowly climbing up what's Uh, your favorite gun 
Uh, right now, man, it's the basic assault uh, or basic support gun, the big giant one with a hundred clip. I can't remember what the name of it is. They say the PKM is the like one of the best guns. My favorite is that I'm telling you, it's that it's that M41 with the with the special shit on it. Like that's my favorite one. I've been running with Claymores, which always doesn't, you know. So basically, I'm kind of a camper. I'm just trying to wait till I find my sniper bitches. I'm a weird kind of camper though. If I, if I'm gonna camp. You know what I'm saying? I'm the annoying motherfucker. Like, I like to run around, you know what I mean? Because I love shotguns and shit like that. But I promise you, I'm trying to find places to camp now. Like, it's coming. I'm that motherfucker. And if I, well, Curtis, shout out to Curtis Tillery in the tribe, man, with the with the meme. Talking about if you get sniped, it's like, okay, well, I got to get up. Now, now I'm going to snipe you. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, Call of Duty is cool. Call of Duty is cool. But once again, I mean, give it a couple of weeks and I'm, I might be over it, man. Once once the uh, Jedi Fallen Nutsack come out and I'm going to be like, once that shit come out, bro, I mean, it's all, we got so many other games. But as of right now, I'm confident that you'll be, if, just for the campaign alone, with a little bit of discretionary income and disposable income right now, I'm, I'm happy with the duty, bro. Man, yeah, I, man. I am too. And you were, you said something that the only thing, the only criticism I have inside the multiplayer, the only criticism I have, I should not be able to get shot with a shotgun and killed from 50 freaking feet away. That's ridiculous. That's the only part. Sometimes it's like pop, and I'm like, you were standing 75 feet away and killed me with a shotgun. Screw you. <laughs> That's not how those work. Not one shot me. What you should have did was build a house around you and you wouldn't have had that fucking problem. But you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> I didn't know there was a building mode in Call of Duty. Now I gotta figure this out. Um, more stuff to add. It's called Outfall 79. <laughs> Outfall 79. Mode. That's what yeah, the name of the episode is. <laughs> Outfall 79. I, I'm writing that down because I don't want to forget it. This is Outfall 79. The name of our episode. Outfall 79. Fallen Jedi Sack. <laughs> so, Obi-Wan's balls. <laughs> Poor Obi-Wan. He just didn't have a chance. Um, but yeah. Obi-Wan only had one ball. He only had one ball, man. He got that testicular space cancer. That's what it was. <laughs> he he got it. He got it. He got it from having sex with a hut. This is the thing, man. <laughs> I think we recorded this and like we record it, and it's just like nobody's actually listening. That's what we record it like, and people do, and then we get emails, and okay. I think so. Or is this all made up in our head? Oh no! Am I really just real? Just like the Joker? Am I really real? <laughs> um. Anyway, so Call of Duty, though, I'm gonna get back on it today. Um, I've really been enjoying it. After I play the next game that I wanted to talk about, which is more Outer Worlds, Todd. The more I play Outer Worlds, the more I fall in love with this game. And the reason I fall in love with this game is. One, it feel like your it feels like your choices in the game and decisions actually have weight to them. So it feels like things will change and go several different paths depending on what you do. Number two, the guns get way better the further along you go, especially when you pick up like the science weapons and the plasma launcher and stuff like that. 
And the melee is incredible, too. I meleeed a Manta Queen to death uh, last night, and it was fantastic. I actually hit that bitch, the Manta Queen, with my melee weapon, and it, she fell over, and that was awesome. I felt like I felt all powerful at that point. The dialogue, putting skills into dialogue. Right now, I've put all my skills into defense, dialogue, and, and uh, melee. My dialogue, once you get the skill level high enough, the intimidation factor... It gets to the point where all you got to do is hit a dude once and he'll just drop his gun and cower. You don't even have to kill him. You just drop his gun. He just drops it and cower. The only problem is, is that you pick up a robot named Sam as part of your party and you put an acid launcher on him and he is all powerful and indestructible almost and scares the shit out of everybody. He actually adds plus 10 to your intimidation and then on top of that, you can get a skill perk for him where he adds another plus 10 to intimidation. So it gets to a point where like you're having a conversation. So I was in a, I was on a spaceship the other day and I was sitting there and it came to like one of these little boxes and it said, Hey, there's stuff in here. You can steal it. So you click steal and take it. And this guy walks over to me and he goes, Hey man, what do you think you're doing? And I looked back at him and said, whatever the fuck I want. And he's like, all right, well, just just be be careful, okay? And you're, team, bitch. <laughs> it's your intimidation factor. It's fantastic. There's nothing about this game I don't love. There's nothing about this game I do not love. There's an article that I'm going to read where you can actually kill everyone. Why don't you just marry it then? Damn. I will. I will. All right, gosh, I was, man, I don't know what the fuck is going on. We're not even... I don't know. Okay, all right, my bad. I am, I'm, you know, I'm excited to hear about that out of world somewhere. Yeah, yeah. This right. this is a game that I just I become more impressed with it the further I go with it, um, and the deeper the menu system gets, and the the, the questing and stuff like that. Because uh, there's moments too that you don't realize that you can do certain things in the game. So last night I was helping out Hold some on, man. scientists. Hold on, man. Yeah, I gotta tell you something real quick. Yeah, don't lose your point. Last night you were what? I was what? That that's where you were last night. You were what? Yeah, I was in Outer Worlds. Okay, don't yeah. lose that point. Last night, I just got to tell you where my vibe is real quick. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty seconds. Yeah, I think I think I got thrown off because my old lady came home yesterday and she was just like, "Hey, some people were at my job were asking about something. We were talking about anime and some kind of way we got to talking about your podcast and we we're talking about your show and they searched it out and this is what came up and it was like some very positive shit." It was pretty. It was, I was like, oh, okay. People are listening. Like, people reviewed it. Thank you for the people that listened and reviewed the shows. Like, a five. Now, nah, I'd probably jinx this. It's gonna, we're going to get review bombed by Russian bots and get knocked down to one. But there was like, I think she was just like, I think they're going to listen and they might need to get some CBD oil or some shit like that. I was like, oh, that's cool. And now, in the back of my head, I, this time, I'm just like, wow, my girl's uh, co workers might listen to this episode. Yeah. So I'm kind of all over the place today. It's okay. Out of worlds. I just wanted to let you know that. It was just a confession. I apologize for making you my Ro Roman Catholic priest just then. <laughs> It'll take 15 Hail Marys, my son. <laughs> right. Now you know all my business and shit. You can use it against me. That's what I think they did. The Roman Catholic. Like, I heard that it was a good theory where somebody would be like, go and confess all their shit, and then they could use it against them. At a later time, because the, the priest knows everybody's business, but everybody doesn't know that the priest knows everybody's business. Anyway, I got I got completely sidetracked. So, Outer Worlds, yes. you were playing last night, and you were in the Outer Worlds, and you was doing I was doing a shit. mission, 
and the mission was was I had to go help this scientist. Um, basically, he had been investigating or in- inspecting something kind of illegal. He was doing these experiments. And you get there and you can pick up two more missions. And the two additional missions, what they do is they allow you to save stuff from the laboratory that's been overrun by these raptoids. And there's a little moment in the game that was really clever where you walk into the laboratory and the raptoids are just raptors. They're just space raptors, essentially. Hemorrhoids? Hemorrhoids, yes. But you walk in... Raptoids, baby. Sorry, my girl just walked by. That's why it's raptoids and it reminded me maybe of a raptor if it had hemorrhoids. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Jurassic World 5. (laughs) Hemorrhoid raptors. Raptor hemorrhoids. Maybe that's why they were irritated. They get some preparation H cream. A preparation H gun. Uh, But no, so you walk in there, and as you walk into the laboratory, they play like the opening notes of the Jurassic Park theme, which I thought was cool, because you're walking to the laboratory overrun by raptors. And then you pick up two more missions when you get there, and your whole job is to deliver some information back to this to this older lady who, what she'll do is if you deliver the information, she'll give you this nav key, and it's going to allow you to trek across the universe again. But you can either complete the missions, or what you can do is take everything back to her and sell it all. And I completed two of the missions and I didn't complete the other one and sold it back to her. But she was like, we were talking and she's like, oh, if you would have kept these other things, I would have given you like 40,000 more credits. And I was like, really? Like in my mind, they don't tell you this. And I think that's clever that they allow you to explore these options, you know, whether or not you want to complete something because something else will always open up to complete that mission. And I thought that was really an interesting kind of... The idea of the way they structured this with with the exploration being there and them giving you just enough to get started and saying, hey, just go explore. Go do the dialogue options. Do the quests how you want to do them. It's going to be up to you. You can do it straightforward. But there's a guy who wrote an article that I'm going to read after we get done here. He talks about how he killed every NPC in Outer Worlds. He killed them all. And he said, and this is what happened. And I thought that was like the fact that you have that option, the fact that you can do that if you really want to shows you how much thought that they put into this. Now, it may be a more controlled game, but as we talked about the replayability here, because you can play this game again, you're going to have a completely different different experience than other people because it's going to depend on how you how you structure the conversation. Um, There's missions where you get involved where you're basically trying to hook two people up. And you take one of them drinking. And here's the thing, though. You don't have to. You can sit there and just respond to her. She'll ask you what to do. And you just go, I don't fucking know. I'm just here to drink. And you just, it's the way you navigate these systems, which I find absolutely incredible. It's by far, it's edging out to be my number one game of the year, depending on how much I love other games that come out. I mean, because of how good the choices are and how much New Vegas it reminds me of New Vegas, but it feels better, if that makes sense. I like this one a little bit better, I think. Um, so I'm really enjoying Outer Worlds. I'm about 18 hours into my first playthrough. I'm probably going to finish it later today. Uh, but that has been, so far, one of the best experiences I've had all year. And the fact that it's on Games Pass. Hours in, you think you're going to finish it today? Yeah, yeah, it's about 22, 23 hours. Okay. I'm probably okay. I did I did this intentionally. I finished all my errands yesterday. I did the cleaning. I did the yard. All of that yesterday just so I could have my time today. Just so I could 
structure or block off that time to go, this is dedicated to Outer Worlds for the rest of the day. This is where I will be. I got my iced tea. I got my coffee. I stopped drinking sodas. I'm feeling good, and I'm feeling like I need to explore some more space. Um, I also picked up Luigi's Mansion 3, but I've not had a chance to play it yet. I'm going to be playing that after I finish Outer Worlds. So I'm going to get on that um, as soon as I possibly can. And then Death Stranding comes out next week. Let's roll right off into this. We talked about what we've been playing. We'll talk about some Death Stranding reviews that have started to come out early, and then we'll break into some Blizzard news, and then we'll be on to our top seven. Death Stranding, Todd, is a very, very divisive game. That's that's all I'm going to say. This game is incredibly divisive. So, here's my thought process behind You mean it. the super UPS Amazon future Kadeo <laughs> Kojima LSD acid trip? Yes, yes. divisive? Well, this yeah, one's divisive, really? Starring Russell Wilson, co-starring Conan O'Brien hitting away somewhere. This is just weird. Jack Del Toro, Gail Morrow being in there and all this other weird shit is divisive. This is a divisive game. Uh, yeah, I'm not making any sense. But yeah, man. Yeah. What, what, are, what are your thoughts about this? This divism. So, okay. Tribe, if you're listening. I know Raleo. Raleo, I know you're going to play this game regardless of what anybody says. I get it. Big Willie, Bob, I know you're not going to play this game. I know there's some people on the fence. I totally get it. If you are on the fence, I would highly recommend you letting us play it first. I'm going to play this shit. You know I'm getting it too. Yeah, Todd's going to play this. Let us play this first. Well-rounded. Like You'll probably finish it. I probably won't. I have never seen a game where IGN and GameSpot came out with articles on the same day after the embargo pulled back, IGN said a 6.3 or 6.8, I think 6.8. IGN was sitting at a 6.8, and they're talking about, well, this is kind of annoying, blah, blah, blah. And their title was Death Stranding is Underwhelming or something like that. GameSpot's title for the article that they released was Death Stranding is the Game We Need. This is... They're usually, GameSpot and IGN are usually kind of similar. Like Usually you're going to find similar reviews. Something like God of War Drops. They both had glowing positive reviews. They both love Call of Duty. Like Usually you have this kind of going in the same direction. This is the first game I can recall in a long time where it's got 14 perfect scores on Metacritic. And everybody should pause before buying this game. My understanding, 60 hours long, if you want to play it. And you'll know if you like it in the first four hours. If you have a rental store next to you and you really want to give that a shot, maybe go to the rental place first. Well, we'll see. We'll see once we get our hands on it. Yes. Yes. I think that's what it's coming down to. I think it actually this is just opening up the veil of people reviewing shit a lot in general. And kind of getting back to trusting your own fucking opinion with things that you like. Because some things I've heard about it that's the reason why people are saying that it's something that's needed is it, it kind of almost can provide a meditative experience and maybe in an environment where you don't get too much of that. Yeah. Like one of the greatest things about Spider-Man to me was just the traversal of it sometimes was just relaxing in some ways. Like you can find relaxing spots in it. And I mean, maybe that's the cool thing about it. Swinging it through the city. Also, I also see how I could rub people wrong with like piss and blood grenades in this weird ass acid rainy boring ass 
environment. But I mean, I don't know. It, it, it should be interesting, though. I mean, we've been waiting on this game for quite a long time. Four years. I, mean, I, I don't think either one of us are really surprised about how divisive it's been. No, no. I mean, we've been saying this shit from the beginning. Like, it's a it's a game that we don't know what's going to go on and we don't know if we're going to like it, but we're going to get it. Recommend it. <laughs> I have. Uh... I, I think it is the shock came to me when you had two uh, reviewing entities who came out with very different views of this game. Very different, like completely different. And then that video you sent me last night where that guy was just glowing about the traversal system. And that being the big kicker for most people is like, do I like the traversal system or is it an annoying you know, set of mechanics and combinate button combinations that I just don't want to deal with. In fact, let me shout them out real quick because that was one. That was a good like, video. Uh, yeah, like I, uh, that's that's some uh, especially when it comes to PlayStation shit. Um, I fuck with them, especially the UK. Shout out to to Sneak, uh, which leads me to uh, yeah, it's PlayStation, the PlayStation Access folks, PlayStation Access, like they're they're pretty fucking huge on youtube but um that but that's the other side that we discussed like that's what i'm excited about regardless of all the reviews i don't care i'm gonna form my own opinion i mean absolutely I'm still, I'm still holding on to a dead carcass <laughs> in a game that i actually enjoyed and i don't give a fuck so like i can never judge anybody for liking a game that might not tickle my fancy or like you said earlier just tickle someone i guess i don't know what that fucking shit was john wayne gacy but um John Wayne Casey. Um but uh The Killer Cloud. If you haven't seen far. Terrifier, go watch far. Terrifier. That, I almost watched that shit last night. Dude, that movie it's is great. brutal. It is brutal. It's low budget, and you can tell, but it's pretty good. It's just really freaking brutal. The movie is very brutal. I did finish Dolomite is my name last night. That was a great movie. Love fucking that movie. That was a but great yeah. movie. Back to Death Stranding. That kind of brings it together, too, though. Like, the point in that video, too, and that's what I was hopeful for, for me personally, what may have some staying power if it's so, quote-unquote, boring and slow is what we talked about before I even sent you this video was, and, you know, we looked at other things and read other things, but if it does truly provide an experience where it's a social kind of connection with other people where we're building kind of a connection through the game and it actually turns into something tangible within the game in a different way that I haven't experienced that's actually fun, that may be something that can draw me through a 60-hour cinematic yeah. film. But I've also heard things about it just being two games in one and it's confused about which direction is actually going in because of that. Um, you just stuck with the bullshit and the good shit and it's all in that shitty box from what you read to me. So I don't know, man, but uh, I'm excited about the potential social connections. Like, like we let off with the talking about like rebuilding relationships and shit like that with people. Like, it's the same thing and the same idea with this show. If that translates over into the game, that could be dope. Like, I think about even like we like to fuck with shit that organically connects with it when we go on the top five of death show the way we got into doing anchor and the whole reason and maybe giving other people opportunities to do their own podcast shout out simple joe she about to my little sister about to drop a little fun little thing you know what i'm saying using that um sneak you know what i'm saying like the energy drink shit it was kind of organic how that kind of happened whenever it happened just other little things and just the tribe in general like you know the usuals you know what i'm saying like Derek, mike bill loki and and motherfucking you know 
uh, the Philippines, motherfucking Cambodians, the the Russian bots, the Russian bots. We should that's that part of part of the positive, the positive side. So what you know, what I'm saying Tango, Curtis, Shanice, JB, Booty Spire. And like it's if we can find a way, like if Raleo gets on there and we actually can help each other, maybe we can build a little section in the game where it's like a six seven corner. Something where we can be like communicating and help each other get through this game, that would be dope, but it remains to be seen. Yeah. Like that's the hopeful side of me. I might get on here and it's a it's a shit show to me that I my attention span I can't fuck with and then I'm I'm not helping nobody because I don't want to play this shit. It's too weird and there's a baby that's attached <laughs> to me. And everybody knows. I think that man, I posted that shit, but that shit is really. I need to start watching that Rick and Morty show because that that little clip right there for that strand. And if that's how that show truly is, I'm I'm really missing out. I think I've only missed watched like episodes where where dude turned himself into a pickle. But that <laughs> little clip for that strand yeah. made <laughs> yeah. made uh made me really truly chuckle. Like, let's eat the baby. Like, what if it gives you powers to run <laughs> faster, jump higher? Like, yes. yes. What if it gives you better powers? Right, like, um, would you eat the baby? Well, the the other thing, oh, that's in Fallout. Fallout Three, you can choose to eat the baby. Um, cannibal no style, I like that goddamn game. No wonder. <laughs> but no, nah, man, like some of the cooler things about it that I've heard is you are online, and if you're online, if people of other, like, if you're planning a path to a certain facility or whatever to drop off packages, like they're like, you can walk to a spot and you'll find like the grass has been trampled down because other players have taken that path. Like the ladder is still there. The bridge is still there. You'll never run into another player, but the way to traverse the terrain will still be there. It'll still be available to you to use whatever they left behind. And I was like, that's incredible to me because it could be like you said, that meditative experience. I got a lot of meditative experience with certain games like that. Minecraft, just building shit. Like, I got an incredible amount of fun doing that. The other thing I liked was in that video you sent last night. He pointed out where, yeah, you can sneak around. And you can sneak around these camps where these guys want to steal your packages. But on top of that, if your packages are stacked too high, it doesn't matter how tall the damn grass is. They will see you. They will find you. It's like, I like that because, you know, in most games... If you do the crouch thing, it doesn't matter what you're carrying on your back. Nobody can see you. That was a big thing about Metal Gear Solid. Was like, which I loved in the first one was being under the box and crawling through the game. If the box is moving, it'll alert the guard to be like, why is there a box moving? And they will catch your ass. There's little details like that, which I can't wait to experience. The only thing that I'm super, I'm not super, but really nervous about is, like you said, the third-person shooter aspects to it being kind of a confusing, like, just a mediocre third-person experience. All uh, right, with too many actions just attached to the buttons, yeah, that that could be concerning. But if that if that's something that's not, if it's not going to be like a technical, like technical mess, which I mean, hopefully it's not. I, like looking at the gameplay, it was another thing. Last thing to reference that video I saw talk to you about last night with the meditative experience quote actually. Um if it looks really dope, maybe it is cool. It maybe it could be something like that's what I'm saying. Like part of why I like the tr- certain trash games is just because I can step away and traverse an area a certain type of way. So if it's fun where it's a fun walking simulator and it just looks great, then yeah. 
Now, for me personally, you know me where I say, well, you might end up finishing the game where I might get into it in four hours and it'd be like, no, especially considering the Jedi Super Sack is coming out right after and I'm going to be like right with it. The game has changed three names three times on the show and they get progressively better. (laughs) Super Sack. That is fantastic. Sorry, keep no, going. No, but uh, but with that coming out the next week, just to be honest, and considering you know I'm just always on the line of existential dread, trying to hold on to to whatever string of hope I have in my own life. Like I don't have time for a bunch of shit, which is part of the reason I skipped the tutorial. Like we'll let you know, we'll get straight to some of the shit, like or as like minded people. But um, hopefully I get into the four hours and the creepiness of it. Which I know you innately and inherently are gonna kind of gravitate to more. Ooh, absolutely, where I'm gonna be like, my life has been a nightmare. I don't need to play them. Fantastic. Up getting up every morning and being black in America is a goddamn nightmare. I don't need to play a ghost movie. Jesus <laughs> is the biggest ghost. And is it white Jesus or black Jesus? R.P. John Witherspoon, man. Yes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, you know what I mean. But uh, but yeah, bro. So I don't know if it's not too creepy and like the weird eating baby thing and all that other kind of shit doesn't turn me off too much. Kind of like Borderlands Three story didn't turn me off to acknowledge how great of a game that is. Like that game is too. It'll probably for sure be on my top seven already. Where I don't know Call of Duty will, even though I probably spend more time yeah. on Call of Duty. But that's totally sidebar rant. Um, but yeah, man, the Death Stranding shit I am interested in. I am gonna support you now this will be a game that for me personally that'll be like okay am i gonna have time or money to support him in the future with this sony connection you know what i'm saying yeah like i just need i just need it to be good enough for me to be like okay i get it it's a I, i'm gonna support it because i respect pieces of art whether you hate them or love them like i expect to get if i have any expectation it'll be a piece of artwork now, whether yes. I personally will like it and, and gravitate to it, we'll see. That's what I'm looking forward to is the reaction from from the community, from the tribe, when it, the, the general public, when it gets out there, I'm looking forward to Because right now, all we have is critical reviews. Um, all right. Now, before we move on to our top seven, we're going to take a quick break here in a minute. But we got some BlizzCon announcements. Um, first announcement at BlizzCon, Todd, Diablo 4. Diablo 4 has officially been announced. Um, looks like we don't have a launch date quite yet. Um, they've got the returning Druid class. It's got an open world setting. It's got mounts in it. Uh, extensive plans for customization. The game will feature no loading screens between ju- dungeons. Um, and it'll be an open world filled with other players. Um, it'll... It'll feature a. It has some keys in it that'll turn normal dungeons into in-game comment on content, according to that. Uh, so Diablo Four, I know a lot of people are excited about that. I know uh, Venom was super excited about Diablo Four. Venom, as an announcement to you, I did go buy Diablo One this morning off a of GOG, and it was on sale. I can't wait to get that. The only thing about Diablo 4 is it's an online all-the-time game, which, with it being an open world filled with other players, makes a little bit of sense. Um, But we'll be talking about online all the time uh, in a future show. The next announcement, Overwatch 2, was announced. 
Uh, there's going to be a big focus on PVE story mode, um, which will be, according to Blizzard, deeply replayable, and it'll introduce a new core PvP mode called Push and New Heroes 2, um, including one of the new heroes, Sojourn, a Canadian sporting a mean-looking arm cannon. Um, so that'll be kind of interesting to see that. I may mess with Overwatch 2 just a little bit. Um, they don't know when it's actually coming out. I like the first Overwatch, but we'll find out. Uh, next announcement from uh, BlizzCon was World of Warcraft Shadowlands coming in 2020. Shadowlands, another expansion for WoW and then Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Descent of Dragons is out soon. It's And an auto battler is coming. So those were kind of the big announcements from BlizzCon, which got the crap protested out of them uh, for some certain things that they said. Free uh, China. Free. And, I mean, Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. And free, free niggas in, in prisons for weed charges. And free, um, free all that shit. Uh, I'm processing that too. I'm processing that. Um, I'm with you. Well. Um, I'm with yeah. you. For free Hong Kong and free free Negroes, um, in in private prison systems in America, and free free Koreans that don't have nothing but half a potato to eat for a year, and free um Africans that's out here dying in mines for our cell phone equipment, um, free everybody, and make, and make a game out of it. Make a game out of it. I like it. Let's make a game out Sell of it. Sell it on on uh on on Steam. Todd, not Epic, because <laughs> Tencent owns them and they're affiliated with the Chinese government, which is trying to enslave Hong Kongian people who was enslaved by the English when this whole thing started. Dude, free, free Epic of China Call control. Duty. Call of Duty is dope because of this. Call of Duty is American. That's why you need to play. Nope, not kind of. It's kind of American. It's in Kirkadakistan. And then they have the UK people. <laughs> and then they have the Americans. So it's a combined, it's a combined effort to destroy, to destroy the uh the Russian vodka vodka drinkers. The Russian vodka drinkers. Shout out Alex Jones. He tell he talks all about this shit. Where, shit. What I interrupt you and threw you off. We talk, was that all the Blizz? That was all the BlizzCon stuff. All right, that was like, all, the Blizz uh, all right, real quick. Um, The Witcher. I'm excited about that shit. Even though I'm down with Netflix for Disney Plus. Just on my stock prices go up. We already talked about Death Stranding. Want to give a special shout out to uh, the conversation of talking about uh, with uh, Shadice and Curtis Tiller and a few other the tribes talking about downloading PS Plus games. Yes, please just just try to download the games just in case. You never know. Yeah, you might play it like, or just put it on the list before you download it. I add to library. It. You can click that button that just yeah, says Add to library. Right, right, right. You already touched the Diablo stuff. I probably should care about all that shit more, but I don't. Um, talked about campaign. Diablo I'm Four. Just, I do. I'm That's actually about going down. I'm actually just going down the group, just fucking with folks right now. And last thing, shout out yes again to Booty is Bob. There is a a, a a hot diggity dog PS Plus double discount sale right now. Um, with some some good titles that I need to check on. So I know you got some good gawk deals going, and PS is trying to trying to compete with, you know. Any kind of way with Microsoft dropping dope games for a dollar like Outer Worlds. So, yeah. Yeah, GOG right now has their Halloween sale going into November 4th, so tomorrow. November 4th Halloween sale. Um, you can start pre-ordering Cyberpunk 27, 2077s. 
So shout out Speak Between the Lines, man. Maybe we could get on to some Death Stranding shit with that podcast. Shout out the Grip Podcast, some some people people that we work with. Um, top five of Death Podcast probably was a favorite one we did. I, I don't I, I enjoyed fucking with them. Maybe we can do some Death Stranding connections again with some other folks that we really fuck with with some like mindedness moving forward. Let's, Death Stranding with and throw piss grenades at people, the enemies. Blood grenades and piss grenades. All right, right, we'll be we'll be back with our top seven reboots that we want to see happen. Or maybe we won't. It maybe it's a parallel universe. I'm not real, Todd. You're real. I'm you are real. real. I know I'm real, cuz. I stay I'm on my being real. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. Welcome back to Skip the Tutorial, where we're breaking down our top seven games, series, or whatever that we want to see rebooted. We want to re- we want these reboots. If you don't want these reboots, you're not our friend. No, that's not true. I'm unless, kidding. unless, kidding. unless, unless, unless you catch shit with your hands. So uh, make sure the doo doo don't hit the wall. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, you just let it drop in the water. Yes, because that's Every, what you're yeah. supposed to do. Anybody who does that is welcome. But anyway, the reboots. Yes, the reboots. So, Todd, why don't you get us started with your number seven? Well, my number seven, and I mean, we we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna do it like this. We're gonna blow through these because we I've discussed several of these games before, a different list. Yes, um, but I want to see a real properly done relaunched reboot. However, you want to look at it, AJ Empires personally. Nice, like a like a like a reboot the whole like you know what I'm saying. I want I want the whole new shits. So yeah, that's my number seven. We're gonna start there. It's a good choice. Good choice. My number seven oh, is a game that I used to have a lot of fun playing party games with with people. It's Bomberman. I want to see a reboot, a good reboot, a proper reboot, something that brings back the fun to multiplayer. Get the people who did Overcooked to do it. Overcooked was a blast. Have them have them do this reboot. This would be the only way I could see it working. Multiplayer reboot of Bomberman. Co-op mode, PvP mode, PvE mode, whatever you want. Just give us something Bomberman related. It's a series I grew up loving as a kid, and I'd like to see this game stop being trash. That's what I would like. I would want this game to stop being trash. Or do what you did with Sonic. Give it to the fans. They're still Bomberman fans. Huh? Okay. Um, number six. Has, has, has Age of Empires has it already been rebooted? I tried to double check that. Shit. Nah, like, it's oh, been an yeah. HD remaster. Like it's just a re. Yeah, that's what it is. They okay. have oh. Age of Empires three coming out. Hey, oh yeah, to start this list out, guys. If you listen, this is you, you, we just finishing up the fucking show, man. It's, <laughs> if you made it this far, uh, once again, thank you for listening. One day we'll get this thing right. Thank you, though. Thank oh wait, you. Age of Empires three initially came out in two thousand five, so no, there's yeah, not been a proper uh, reboot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. So yeah, Bomberman and Asian Empires are our number seven. Are we on number six? Because this is when it gets real. Yes. I want to spawn reboot. Yes. Personally, just for me, especially with Todd McFarlane coming out with some new shit with the Spawn series. I've been keeping an eye on that. It's one of my favorite characters, period. And I'm looking forward to the Jamie Foxx movie. And I'm hoping not that we get a 
movie timed video game reboot, but they actually reboot that whole thing and put out a dope game on the next system. Because uh, I just feel like that's a character with untapped potential. Yes. Uh, in the video game industry. And I think it's aged to the point now. If they do it right, if they do it right, like if they make a reboot and kind of make it more similar to the HBO special as opposed to the shit that they came out with before, um, that just were subpar games that even as an Uber fan I couldn't get into. Uh, I think that would be something personally that I would love to see. So that's my number six. Reboot Spawn, do it right. I'd love to see a Spawn game done in the old school of the, you remember the Punisher game that came out in 04? I'd like to see something like that, like super violent. Man, just it's not, I don't see why somebody doesn't grab that and just do do it justice, man. I think it yeah. would be dope. Like, there's so much you could do with that shit. It'd be, it's crazy. It'd be incredible. Make it like a weird open world game. I dig that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's 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 all there. Like, if you can do, you know, reasonably okay Darksiders games, like, I don't see why you can't do a proper, like, spawn. You could take that shit where you, wherever you needed to take it with the way the storyline breaks down. Like, it's that's really solid. And I think the market is almost ready for it. It's not quite there, but I mean, I don't, I mean, I haven't even seen anything that they're even going to even try to do this, but just in our fantasy world of favorite ideas and, and wanting to see a reboot, I would love to see spawn a spawn reboot with a proper game. That would be fire. Absolutely, man. I'm 100. Baby. I love that idea. Uh, my number six is a classic super Nintendo game. They got one sequel, uh, top-down shooter, survival, whatever. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I love Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I went one Halloween as the male character. Um, it's got a lot of B-movie references to it. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That's my number six. If you never played it, I highly recommend it. It's a great game. Todd, what's your number five? Uh, we've discussed it a million times. I want to see a proper reboot of Fight Night series, EA. Absolutely. I want to see some boxing. That is American martial arts. Mike Tyson versus Ipman, motherfucker. And I want to see that shit. Like that's our American boxing is our is our wushu. And I want to see the sweet science come back properly with the wushu. Did you see Mike Tyson in the video at fifty three mm. moving his feet like that? He'll I saw kill that. man. I saw that. Bust kidneys wide open. I just want to bust somebody's kidneys. Somebody's child talking shit needs to get their ass whooped and understand that just because they got hopped on the sticks doesn't mean that they deserve to win. Fuck Russia. Put Deontay Wilder on the cover. That was that was unnecessary. Why? I'm so I'm so easily you know what I'm saying propaganda. First, I'm not supposed to like China because we at war, so I'm like fuck China. And then we're not supposed to like Russia. I'm like you know what? Fuck Russia. Fuck a ball. But, uh, uh, yeah, Fight Night, man. That's my number, whatever the fuck we own. Put Deontay Wilder on the cover. Let's sell a million copies. Right. Uh, my number five. My number five is Medal of Honor. I want to see a proper Medal of Honor reboot. Call of Duty Battlefield. You may be there now, but who was first? Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor was up there. That's a classic game. One of my favorite series of all times originally. Till the game series went to shit. Till it went to shit. Uh, still remember playing Medal of Honor for the PS1 classic game. Um, I almost put Commandos in this list, but I went with Medal of Honor. I love that series. The games, the the level that I like so much is the one where you're walking around with the German papers and you're undercover. And I thought that was cool. Let me see the papers, papers, please. All those things. Uh, that's my number five. Todd, what's your number four? 
you would like the German <laughs> undercover fuck the Nazis. My number four is Def Jam Fight Series. Yes. Somewhere. Somewhere. All right. Put I want to see that. That was fun. I'm not super huge into wrestling, but I do kind of like wrestling fighting kind of games. And I'll piggyback. I've referenced this game before. I could still play that game and that game would still be fun. Absolutely. I think it would be dope if they rebooted that. Even though I already know who the boss would be, it would be the, the real ghetto boogeyman, which is motherfucking Gucci Mane. Yep. He would be the boss. You probably wouldn't have to unlock him or it'd have to be some DLC versus Young Thug or some shit like that versus YM Melly motherfucking or the the villain could be motherfucking six nine. It'd be like that a super so good. That you, it was weird, you know what I'm saying? Because you know he, I don't know. And the the stage could be like in a cell with Bill Cosby in the background. It's so many things that could go with this Def Jam fight for wherever the fuck. Maybe it could be fighting America instead of uh, fight for America. <laughs> yeah, Def Jam fight yeah. for America. Like uh, I just think it's it would be a dope remake. Um, it's uh, admittedly niche. Like I think Spawn could be like a huge remake if they did it right. Whereas Def Jam would be more niche. But I just personally would want to see that. So uh, Def Jam fight for whatever. Ti versus motherfucker, and you can have like little little cameos with motherfuckers that ain't even in the in the league, like Ti versus Old Mayweather, and then Ti yeah. will get his ass is knock his head knocked off. Ti versus Kanye West, right? I, oh my god, <laughs> versus motherfucking anybody. Kanye West wearing his MAGA hat, bruh, bruh. That'd you see so what good. I'm saying? Like it's so, and it's so Jay Z versus Kanye like, West, man, that would replay. Like that's my hood version of Super Smash Bros, bro. That would be so far. There's so many ways it could go with that. Um, so yeah, I genuinely would love to see it. I don't think I'll ever see it, but I think that would be a dope reboot if they if they could make that work. I think I would love dope. that. Yep. Uh, that. My, my number, number four. four is a classic FPS. Uh, I'd love to see a reboot of Duke Nukem. I'd like Duke Nukem to actually get his proper proper game uh, once and for all. Uh, Duke Nukem 3D was a staple of my childhood um, with the humor and the incredible, the incredibly fun gameplay in the FPS version, the Rockets, everything. That game I played so much as a kid, I can still recall level maps in my head. Um, but my number four would be Duke Nukem. Todd, what's your number three? My number three would be Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, the, I think the fans deserve it. I think if they would need to reboot it, I think Bioware just hopefully we get we get a good upcoming Dragon game that everybody's waiting on. Um, but after the this extreme disappointment with Mass Effect Andromeda, after the doubling down of extreme disappointment for, for people with Anthem, um, I think... You know, because, like, we talk about it all the time. Like, I don't even think you had a chance to play Mass Effect. And I think if they rebooted that and, and put that game back out, that would give a whole new generation an opportunity to see what was good about Bioware. Yes. What, what was great. What was, what was probably my favorite game series, period. Why they are who they are and why they, you know, are what they, you know, why, why it's so disappointing what they are now. You know what I mean? I think they kind of fell into one of those things. Like, what's that old saying in Batman? Either you uh, die live, hero or die you live long enough to become the villain. I think that's what's happened with Bioware. And I think them re-releasing or rebooting Mass Effect, like, properly. Yep. Like, even though they tried it, like, I need them to redo it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, reboot Mass Effect for real. Like, make it, make it great again. Like Please. America. Make Mass but, Effect um, great again. Make and like, like, like Mamaga. Mamaga. Make Mass Effect Not great like again. Farrakhan, man. But um, Mamaga. 
that's my number three. That's my number three. I love it. I love it. My number three is Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. He's coming back. Sam Fisher's coming back, but not in the way people expected. I want to see an actual Splinter Cell game. I love these games as a pure action stealth game. It doesn't have the weirdness of Metal Gear Solid, but I spent a lot of hours playing Splinter Cell and enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, Splinter Cell is just a classic series. I know I was talking about just a few weeks ago how I was playing Splinter Cell, uh, Pandora tomorrow on the OG Xbox, and still, still super impressed with that game. Still very super impressed with that entire series. Wish that would make a comeback. Splinter Cell is my number three. Todd, Double what is dope. your number two? Double dope. My number two is Legacy of Cain. We've saw Soul Reaver. We have discussed this several times, and I know it's kind of like hitting on the same kind of market if I'm begging for a Spawn reboot and a Legacy of Cain reboot. But it's it's fuck it. Maybe one of these will get actually done. Um, it's one of my favorite games that just old school games that I don't think got enough credit that's underrated, which is probably a list that it popped up on. And I would love to see it rebooted, like revisit that story, revisit, revisit that environment um, and, and, and had that come back in full full fizzle. You know what I'm saying? It was just a dope game. Azrael out there doing his thing. And I, it, it almost reminds me like certain games in a nostalgia way are great because I think though for the most part evolution is is great and we people have gotten better like there's still parts of me that want to go back to certain type of entertainment experiences so we can learn from the entertainment experience instead of thirsting for them through like real social media and life and actually happening like i was watching a real quick clip of the last boy scout last night and my oh yeah well, my girl had never seen it, and I was like, "I need you to see the like the introduction of, of this movie." You know what I mean? And it's one of those experiences that I don't think you'll is you don't really get that nowadays as much. And that's one of the the negatives to to where we are in society, where the Joker movie is more of like a uh, it's like a big social event. Like, oh, I don't even know if I can see it because it has some shit in it that might actually have some proper proper social commentary. Not to make Legacy of Kane that it's not that deep. I went too far, but I'm just saying like. Deeply rooted, cool, just retro games. Some of them, you know, we need to bring them back. So that's that's my number two. Man, I'm totally in agreement with that. That almost made my list. Um, came real close, but I think I've talked about that on our top seven remake list that we want to see. But reboot would be even better for that. My number two is a classic RPG, horror RPG for all the way from the PlayStation 1 era, and that is Parasite Eve. I'd love to see a reboot of Parasite Eve. Uh, it's one of my favorite two video games because there was two of them um of all time especially for the playstation one era i'd love to see that brought back with the playstation 5 coming out i'd love to see a transition from um the rpgs we have of today the jrpgs where they're more anime focused and i'd love to see a transition back to the jrpgs of the 90s and 2000s the the classic turn-based stuff that we have going on i've heard <laughs> some theories on that though that the problem is is that the attention span is just not where it used to be to spend some time with these we got real close with persona 5 though and i loved persona 5 a lot but i'd like to see a real throwback especially with the way parasite eve mixed the rpg elements with the resident evil style elements i think that would be fantastic um even if you put a combat system on there like final fantasy 15 i would still enjoy that quite a bit that is my number two todd what is your number one 
Man, and like like your preface before we started the list, you know, a lot of these we've already referenced in a lot of ways, and some of them is kind of reboots, relaunches, remakes, or whatever. But the main one that's important to me with the news that's been going on right now is NCAA. Yes. Uh, reboot and relaunch that shit. I heard Dan Bills right now. EA is trying to finally unshackle the slavery. As I've fallen, like, realized that more and more, I've fallen off of college football. Uh, even though that's actually sports games, one of my favorite experiences like that, like, you know, building up a school and everything else. But the fact that they weren't paying these kids um, or weren't yeah. trying to figure out where to pay certain players and, and, and issues that just the social issues that go around that that are just tiring that I don't even want to be involved with. Like, it didn't really bother me that NCAA didn't exist anymore. But with the news coming out that they are were in works of kind of relaunching and trying to come out, uh, I think it was about 2021, possibly, where they may actually work out plans to pay these children for their likenesses and and kind of turn it into what it's supposed to be, as opposed to all the schools just getting the money off for these kids for whatever reason. However, you want to hide how important, oh, you know, whatever your viewpoints on, you know, the the football players coming out of school with no debt, the millions and millions of dollars that that they're missing out on is just not something I don't think is fair. Uh, and and I want to see that happen. So if that can happen, if they can reboot or relaunch motherfucking NCAA football and that be a solid experience and figure out a way to monetize it in a healthy way and continue to grow, um, you know, the sports community on both sides in a healthy way uh, where those kids can give back to themselves and maybe, you know, their communities, um, I, I really want to see NCAA go out. So that's the number one game I want to see rebooted with the caveat of, the kids getting paid for their likenesses. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. Um, the NCAA series, that was some of my favorite games back in the OG Xbox days. I played a lot of that. Um, my number one, my number one is Twisted Metal. It's Twisted Metal. I want to see That almost it. made my list. That's my also run. That's, that almost made my list. That's dope. Yeah. I really came. I really want to see Twisted Metal again. I love Sweet Tooth. I love the crazy-ass mechanics in it. I think in a PS5 era with the graphics and the controls. I'd even love to see Twisted Metal put in a Rocket League mode. I think that'd be dope. Hey, I, I, I'm this the only also run I put a note by. I was like, specifically Nintendo Switch. Yes. 100% on board with that. 100% on board. Did you have any other also runs? No, not a whole lot. Um, mostly it was some of the stuff that you mentioned between Spawn and Legacy of Cain. Um, love to see a reboot of those games uh, from back in the day. I'd even love to see a reboot of Rayman. Um, just classic. You want to hear one that I was ashamed of, but it, I, I think I, I didn't make my list because it was a shame. What was that? Bonk's Adventure, simply because of my TurboGrafx-16. Yes! Bronx Adventure. I, I want to see Bully redone. I don't think that's going to get done, though. I actually been checking on that. I wouldn't mind them. And, and you know, just I wanted to almost say San Andreas, but that doesn't count, especially with the PC mods. Earthworm Jim, I think, would be dope. Earthworm that, that's Jim. That's kind of take a game. Twisted Metal, of course, would be fire. Streets of Rage, they're working on rebooting, but that was like a personal whatever. Like, Burnout was dope. Um, and it's a few things. It's a few things I want to see come back. Tecmo Bowlish type shit. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got, bro. That's all I got as far as also runs. And 
it's been a pleasure as usual, my friend. Yes, it has. That has been our list this week. Um, make sure to check us out at facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Twitter at SDT underscore pod. Email us if you agree or disagree with our opinions. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. And Curtis and Jared, email us your size, the color of the t-shirt you want, if you want the bootyism, or if you want the OG logo, and put in your address in there, and we'll get those shirts out to you. Yeah, man. And don't forget to this list. These are the fun lists where we get it's been a minute since we've been getting lists back. I'm hoping to get lists back on this one with this whole reboot reset type of thing. Uh, you know, with the pop wing and everything going to that, you know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're rebooting our show. It's been rebooted. So we're back better than ever, but we will talk to you guys. (laughs) Progressively sliding down the worst, (laughs) but we will see you guys next week. And as we always do before we sign off, Stay humble. Stay humble, peoples.